Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing Anita? Do you know, I'm recovering from what was probably the hottest night ever. I, even, I, open the, I never sleep with the window open because bloody birds annoy me in the morning. But I even slept with the curtains open and the window open and there's just no air coming in, was there? No. So today we have got one of our clients coming on as a um, guest. You might have listened to the Meet the Savages podcast before where we have people that have done Social Media Made Easy, which is our 10-step program to help you attract clients using social media. But we have another program. It's the next level up, really, isn't it? It's that next step. It's intense. It's intense. That's why it's called the Get Savvy Intensive. Yes. Sounds dramatic. Sounds quite scary. Don't be scared off by that. It's not. We're not going to like put you under intense heat or pressure like the weather is right now. Yeah, so our client, Helen, is on today. We help a lot of coaches, consultants, those types of people, and she is a tutor coach is how she would uh, describe herself so she helps people that want to be tutors become better tutors and do it without having to do time for money and all of that lot and actually have a more well a better life balance type of a business do well, less earn more yeah and still do What's a job not, you love we help you do that as well but she helps it just purely for tutors Don't get us. we help helen helen helps you if you're a tutor i regard her as someone's streets ahead of a teacher she didn't actually go for it from being a teacher first which, which is she'll explain yeah, in this no. particular yeah. episode one of my daughter's teachers actually said you won't get a job if you don't get GCSEs. Like, like basically, your world will end if you don't do well at school. You won't go on. You won't be able to go on and do anything. Can we all know, as a teacher, that's their always, whole world, yeah. isn't it? Getting people through their GCSEs. Mm. And lots of teachers have never actually worked in mm. a corporate environment and don't realise that there are many routes to get there. Exactly. But there's always a way. Anyway, let's get into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review, and subscribe. So I am. Well, I'm a tutor coach by day and a tutor by night, really. So I have two jobs that I do. Sound like Batman a bit. Uh, I was thinking that as well. Not quite as glamorous and exciting, I'm afraid. (laughs) So I started off being an 11 plus tutor, sort of an English tutor. I've done that for years now, sort of do it full time. And then over the past year, I've started doing coaching. So I was approached by a couple of tutors who basically wanted to find out a bit about how I ran my business, what I did. And that's how it all started started really and it snowballed and here I am today and sort of really coaching is becoming the main part of my business so I love it it's exciting it's great but what you help people do is to earn more money by doing less work but still tutoring don't you yes exactly tutoring is the ultimate like time for money thing isn't it you get a pupil you spend an hour with them you charge x amount of money and if you get you want to make more money you've got to do more hours and no one wants to do that 100% I think like most people who come to me are stuck in that you know they've hit that glass ceiling they're mainly doing one-to-one the problem with tutoring as well especially is I think you know really the money to be made is sort of the afternoon after school there is still money to be made in homeschooling but it's a little bit trickier really we've got prime hours of like 4 till 8pm in the weekends but then of course that can make it a ridiculously unsociable job and I'm speaking from experience you know I used to do the seven days a week all unsociable hours no social life like you say I've sort of completely turned it around and pretty much do four days a week now and doubled my income so that is I guess my my main thing that I really help tutors to achieve as well and anyone that's a tutor listening to this will be like Oh my god! I Come need in. some of that. <laughs> how, how do I how do I sign up? How do I get started? Yeah, so I think all of us fall into that trap, don't we? When we're coaches, 
because we just want to get our books full as fast as possible so that we're seen as successful. People that start out with coaches, they want that first client, second client, tenth client. Then you get too many clients. You start being resentful of your clients. And then how do you scale? You just can't unless you change the model and do what you teach people to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think so often with like teachers and tutors as well when they're first starting is they do sort of take on really kind of any students who come to them. Again, I talk from experience. I was guilty of this. You know, I was teaching kids from age five and I actually had an adult student age 55. So I was literally doing the entire age range. Anyone that um, wanted to work with you. you were like, yeah, yeah, basically like English was my forte, but I ended up doing a bit of maths, a bit of geography, a bit of history. And don't get me wrong. I think a lot of people, a lot of teachers go into tutoring because they love that flexibility. They can do lots of different subjects, all these sorts of things. But like you say, Anna, like you get totally burnt out. And the problem is you'll take on a subject. You'll have to then go learn that curriculum, learn sort of all the ways they're being tested and then teach it then in reply. So it becomes like this sort of totally overwhelming task. And you're doing all this hard work in the background, literally for one student. And I think that's what a lot of tutors sort of slip up with as well, is that they forget that they're charging for a service, not an hour of their time, because yeah, there's so they... much stuff that still goes on in the background as well. Yeah, that whole hourly rate thing. Mm. Getting so many different industries get that. But it reminds me of, um, I think we spoke to somebody once that um, was like a gardener or something, and he could do everything. But then obviously what happened was he was having to buy all the different tools to do all the different things. And actually somebody that was just mowing lawns that only needed a mower, whatever you need mm. to mow lawns, was doing far better because we were just sticking to one thing and making a ton more money out of it. And it's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? Get good at that one thing and, and niche down on that, not be everything to everyone. So what was your light bulb moment, Helen, when you went, actually there's a better way to do this. Do you know what? A lockdown was a huge part of it. So Mm. before lockdown, I had been sort of face to face, driving around, sitting in traffic jams, you know, between 4 and 6 p.m. every day. And... Yeah, it just like, I think the main thing for me is that there was just no life. I, I had no social life and I hated this like pull between being invited to go do somewhere, but then having to cancel lessons. And it mm. just started to feel sort of more and more icky. So when lockdown happened, and of course we moved online, that was a huge thing in really sort of showing people like, you know, you can teach online and it does work really well. But the light bulb really was when I did my first ever group class that just totally transformed the way I worked. And now to be honest, all of my lessons are group classes apart from sneaky one or two one-to-ones here or there but it's just so much more scalable it's taken away that income ceiling that I was stuck at and like I say I've got my life back I don't work on weekends anymore if anything I'm bored you know I've got to find something to do now (laughs) oh gosh it's a great problem to have isn't it end up doing more work Yeah. So would you say you're a workaholic then or it's all about work-life balance for you? I think I'm a recovering workaholic is the truth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What did you do before you did tutoring then? Were you like a normal teacher or? I took a bit of an unconventional route. Yeah, no, I love that you had never actually taught, had you? I mean, you got you were qualified, but you you hadn't gone down the route of I'm a teacher for 20 years, I do a bit on the side. and Yeah, I think so. I, I did English at university. When I was at school, I did those typical kind of what should be your career quizzes, you know, like, oh, I hate those things. This, honestly, and they've got like five on their list. Fireman, exactly. nurse, teacher. <laughs> exactly. And and if you, if you study English or you're interested in English, it comes up with librarian, 
or a teacher and I talk too much so there's absolutely no way that I could be a librarian so I can't be quiet <laughs> you'd be good in a library Anna, yeah we like fishing yeah and the teacher thing I, I just fought it so hard I thought no I don't want to be a teacher this isn't what I want to do but bearing in mind my first ever job when I was 15 years old was working at a little Kumon centre doing marking so I was like a total hypocrite from day one and then I left university did loads of random jobs in London like at one point I was a lettings agent that lasted three months because I hated it um, yeah. I was a student all I wanted to do was to give people cheap rates and apparently that wasn't the point of the job (laughs) so that didn't work out (laughs) yeah so I I sort of had that escapism I wanted to go and explore the world and do things so I ended up teaching in Europe for a couple of months and I loved that I taught English and I got to work in all across Austria and Italy and loads of different countries so that gave me the bug but then I came back worked as an education consultant which to be honest is but I think it's a bit of a fancy phrase when you don't have a PGCE but you can still do the teaching <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, yeah, but that that was you know that was a huge eye opening experience because I did get to go work in schools and I did sort of like intervention programs and things for GCSE and honestly it, it kind of traumatized me a bit. It was, <laughs> you know, I, I was twenty two years old and I was already like stressed and yeah. coming home in tears and you know yeah. some of these kids were just chewing me up and spitting me out because I just I just you know I never experienced it before. You know if I hadn't already been adamant about not going off and teaching in schools. That was, you know, the deciding point. That was pretty stressful and I needed a bit of a break from teaching. So I worked for a charity, did people management again, wasn't my most favourite thing in the world. And I realised oh, this isn't actually as different as being in a classroom. So mm. back I go. Yeah, God, some, <laughs> some places of work are just yeah. like school, aren't they? Worse. Worse, more hardcore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I think that the politics are even harder to deal with. But yeah, so basically I just took the plunge and I just decided one day, enough was enough. I've always wanted to work for myself. I knew I would inevitably end up doing it. In many ways, I think there's never the perfect or right time. But, you know, we'd bought our house. Everything was sort of stable. I didn't really desperately need to have that income coming into like... Why not rock the boat? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, exactly. Why not put yourself under ridiculous stress? Everything's really nice, stable, so fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) This is really sad. Far too boring. Yeah. We could talk about all these things. There's a huge pattern in my life with that there. But, um, Mm. but, you know, I, I loved it. And I think, honestly nothing drives you motivates you more than fear isn't the right word but actually I think when you throw yourself and put yourself all into something pull that rug out from under you and you've got to sink or swim and if there are your two choices you will swim I think so many people I meet with my coaching and I think this is a sensible route because I did this as well I tutored part-time sort of you know on the side here and there so I kind of knew what I was doing it wasn't like I was starting completely um sort of in the dark it's really easy to get trapped in that comfort blanket of having like a stable kind of daytime income but they love tutoring and they can really see the potential of running their own business. Yeah. And they're yeah. really kind of torn between like sort of, you know, throwing yeah. in the towel. It's, it's not job. just teachers. We hear it all the time where people mm. are doing something on the side and they'd say, I just want to earn, like cover my salary and then I'll resign and concentrate on that. And yes, I'm yeah. sure some people do that. And for me, yeah. it would never work. Running your own business and being successful at it is about getting out of your comfort zone, isn't it? Mm. And there's things you have to do that you, if you've got enough money coming in to pay the bills, you might not do, like Mm -hmm. putting yourself out on social media and walking into networking meetings and talking about what you do and and things like that. And it's easy to avoid those if you don't strictly need the money because you're not going to lose your house. It's like a comfort blanket and it's scary as well. I think for so many people that that's the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back is fear. But I think I've learned over the years to kind of embrace that fear. And, And generally now I feel like, you know, if I'm a bit scared of something, 
it's probably the right thing that I should be doing. And actually, if it feels safe, nine times out of 10, it doesn't make a difference in my business. So so you genuinely haven't looked back. It's the best decision you made. Oh, yeah. I, I, I say to people now, I'm totally unemployable. Like I could yeah. never work yeah. for someone again. And yeah. job any of us, isn't there? They just yeah. never get jobs now. I don't know what we do. <laughs> and you know what job I'd have to do? One way they just leave me to it. Like go do the thing, yeah. off you go. And then that's that. That's what I'd have to do. And like not interact with anyone just and really like something simple as well. Yeah, <laughs> and I could just go and do it. Maybe I have to listen to audiobooks at the same time and just to get my head down and crack on. That would yeah. be far better. So, what? So, who is your ideal client then? Who would you say your ideal client is? Where do you want them to be when they come and find you? I think, in terms of sort of the, the people I work with at the moment, nine times out of ten, they're people who are sort of maybe part time in teaching or considering leaving teaching. I actually work with quite a lot of women who have gone on maternity leave and have decided actually they don't want to go back to the classroom, yeah. but they want more like flexibility. You know, they choose their hours everything I think it's best in terms of people have sort of tried out a bit of tutoring decided whether you know it is the job for them or not they've maybe got a bit of a foundation of a few sort of one-to-one clients going on but they know they want to scale they want to make it a sort of full-time business you know they've got the time and the hours to kind of dedicate to building it as well because I think that's a huge thing for people is when they sort of come to coaching sometimes I think they're looking for that silver bullet and I'm never shy to sort of say to people look you know I can help you. This is what my program's all about. I've got all the tools you need, but I can't do it for you. You I have to do some work. Yeah, like I'm I'm here for like, you know, the accountability and the support and the coaching. And I love all that side of it. I think sometimes this is a bit of a toxic thing online when it comes to people starting businesses is it's kind of presented as like, a, oh, give it three months and you'll be on the beach in Fine. Bali. You know, it's it's all easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, as you guys say, these things can be easy, but, you know, there's a process that you have to go through. Yeah, you still have to do some work, unfortunately. You yeah. can't just like, um you know, set your business up and then that's it. You're rolling yeah. in it. You've got to do some work behind yeah. it. unfortunately but I Uh, I do think though that like for teachers and tutors in particular they already have all the kind of traits and skills that they need to run a business because ultimately being a teacher is really really hard work like if you're showing up every day in front of those classrooms you're a really resilient person you know and you're probably putting in so much prep and work and everything in the outside so I think dealing with parents I think these days parents are worse than the kids everything everything (laughs) (laughs) so I think that that that's a big thing I say to people as well is like you've got the skills already you maybe just need somebody to kind of give you a bit of a nudge and a helping hand and again that's what I do in my program with my coaching is just and it's, it's the unknown as well isn't it to be fair because yeah. often obviously if you've been a teacher you've been through school you've gone to university then you've gone back to school you've not gone out into the business world so maybe you feel it's something more than it is if that makes sense um and you probably just if you could have that guidance there to help somebody that understands their world and can help them get into the new world even mm-hmm. better. I think like one of my one of my favorite phrases I always say to people because I say it to myself all the time as well is like you don't know what you don't know. Like yeah. everything everything always seems a bit scary and ominous and like there's all these secrets that that other people in the business world seem to know that you don't. You know that's not the case. It's all there. It's all accessible. It's just all about learning it, which again teachers love doing. So 100%. it's the best thing as well to get somebody that's just a few steps ahead of you that's actually done it for a while that can go yeah this is how you do it and you just teach them it and they just follow it simple yeah and that's really important for me and I think that's why even though you know 
coaching is really what I love doing and it's a huge part of my business now I still do tuition on the side because it kind of keeps me relevant yeah you've yeah, branded that aren't you yeah. exactly yeah and and it also means that like in my own business which like as you say is kind of a few steps ahead of people I can experiment and try things and practice and see what works and see what doesn't work and then you know with all these methods I can then sort of report back to everybody like I always say the way that I've designed my coaching business for tutors is pretty much every time I sit down and sort of plan anything I always think of what do I wish somebody had told me like two years ago or three years ago you know my, my tutoring business kind of was sort of low and steady but then it rocketed up like suddenly after a couple of years and in those first couple of years I was floundering you know because I didn't ask for any help I just kept doing the same thing over and over again wondering why nothing was changing so you are actually a client of ours aren't you we have podcast episodes called um meet the savages is where people have been for our like social media made easy program but you've been for our get savvy intensive program which is kind of like the next level up really, which is more for coaches ultimately. Mm -hmm. How did you even find out about the Get Savvy Club in the first place? It was your podcast. That's where I think I first saw it. I think it came up as a podcast suggestion, started listening to it. And then as you do, started following you guys on all the channels and uh, went from there really. So uh, this is- So there are people out there listening. Yeah, Yeah, which there are, we see the stats, um, you know, there's like 100 countries or something now and like God knows how many downloads, but which is great. And actually you've now got a podcast, haven't you? It launched this Monday. So like two days ago. Exciting stuff. Do you want to give it a little bit of a plug? what's it called where where can they find it (laughs) so it's called um love mondays club podcast you can find it anywhere that you listen to your podcast and basically the aim of it is just sort of giving you really quick actionable advice on sort of how to start your business I cover things from like mindset business setup you like sort of tutor marketing tips all sorts of different things cover all the bases I love the name of it as well I remember when you first emailed us and you were like I think you were asking about working with us and I think you emailed and I was like oh, I love that name so we didn't actually know I think when we jumped on a call with you I was like I didn't even know what your actual name was just knew you was love Mondays <laughs> <laughs> who is this love mondays person um but yeah i think it's a really pretty cool name for what you do and then obviously with the podcast as well where were you before you started working with us where are you now obviously you've got a podcast that's one of the things you've got nailed kind of as i was just saying like a huge thing for me when i started my business was that i didn't ask for help like i was very stubborn you know i was kind of like no i can work this all out by myself i'm a teacher you know i can learn it all by myself and don't get me wrong to an extent i think you can do these things but for me the, one of the main reasons i wanted a bit more coaching support from yourselves was really accountability and to kind of put it bluntly I just needed a bit of a boot sometimes yeah. like I said there was that fear you know I, I I sort of came to you guys didn't I and I had like a million and one ideas and I think you know kind of the main most helpful question you asked me was well why aren't you just doing it yeah. <laughs> I remember when we first spoke to you you struck me as the kind of person that had all the building blocks you were just spinning too many plates and you weren't so you needed yeah. to reduce that and then spin them for longer and actually make them work we were like oh god she's going to be so easy to work with because you've got it all it's just about kind of that focus thing it's like and a lot of our clients isn't it you're great at what you do you're really good at what you do you've got it all there but yeah you just maybe just need somebody rooting for you and uh yeah accountability okay well yeah. when we next meet you you're gonna have done x y and z and because your like background is teaching you go and you do it <laughs> which is <laughs> even better but also 
I love think a homework class. Sometimes you do too much yourself as well. And I think you're yeah. recognizing that. And it's the same with everyone when they start their business. And we, we were exactly the same because you don't have the money to go out and find people and work with them. Mm. So you think, well, I'll just do that myself because mm. you can. And there's so many different apps and platforms to help us. But actually what you end up doing is becoming far too busy and not focusing on the money that's coming in. And mm. so it can detract from you earning money rather than help you to save money. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, if you're finding information and getting advice that's free, you know, I have countless free downloads in my inbox that I have probably never even opened or yeah. read or I've skim read them and half paid attention to them. But you mean to. You got I'll yeah. get back to that. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah All I mean, the, the best intentions in the world. I, I've, yeah. I've even got them saved in a special folder. You know, yeah, you would have be better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this day. I'm I have them all open as tabs. That stresses me out. You know, for me the benefits of coaching is that really when when you pay for something you're investing you know and, and yeah. you're investing in yourself and I think that in itself is just a big kind of almost it's quite symbolic to me that it's like you know I, I think I'm worth this I know my business is worth this and I think it gives you a bit of a shift in mindset as well to kind of really make you start taking a bit more action we've given our course away, not the intensive but social media made easy as competition prizes in the past but we very quickly stopped doing that because you know no one who won it I mean they might come for the first couple of things and they might do it in the background but pretty much nobody who won it kind of did it and it's because they don't value it because they haven't spent the money on it yeah. We did have one person won it like very first time that we that we ran it one of the earliest times that we ran it, and then actually a year and a half later she actually reached out to us to work with us, but she went onto the intensive, so it was really weird. She'd never ever even logged in or opened social media made easy, but then she joined us on on one of the get savvy intensives, which is pretty cool. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think you know it's like all these things. Like I was saying, like the whole. Thing from teachers transitioning into tutors it's kind of the same thing for me you know going from being a tutor transitioning into coaching like I knew I had the knowledge I knew I had the ability and all the tech and everything to do it sometimes it is I think nice to have that like support like you know yeah. we have our calls and I love just bouncing ideas off you guys and talking about it and like you know you guys are giving me insight and inspiration because you know like you were saying Anita it's that whole thing about someone being just a few steps ahead of you just to kind of point you in the right direction and I think working online as, as a lot of us do it, it can be really lonely and you don't yeah. necessarily have yeah. people to talk to and you know my partner bless him he's great but um sorry Luke <laughs> but you know but he does get Not what she driven. says on the sessions Luke no <laughs> but you know he he does get driven probably a bit mad with me talking about this stuff all the time and you know yeah. bless him as well like your family and friends they're always supportive they're always like yes do it that's a great idea whereas actually talking to people who are more sort of in yeah. the industry or more no, it's not actually that interesting if you're not involved is it well I mean, yeah. they can't really they're not they don't really understand it either so they can't really like point you in the right direction or, yeah, or help they exactly. can just sort of like you say if they are supportive they can nod and go oh okay but they're not really going to get it we've had conversations before haven't we about like when you're in it sometimes you just assume everyone is in it when you speak to somebody who's not and then you realize oh, wow actually lots of people don't really even know that this entire world exists Oh yeah, crazy, really. I think as well, like I've got to the point with a lot of my friends, they don't necessarily talk to me about problems at work anymore because my gut reaction is always, we'll just leave, just go do your own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you moaning about that? Uh... They want to hear, isn't it? Well, they want yeah. to go and then back the next day to do it all over again. Yeah. Why are you moaning about <laughs> Polly? Many years, yeah. Why are you moaning about Polly? Just leave. 
Yeah, do your own thing. But yeah, it's not it's not for everyone, definitely. No, Which is good because no. if it was, then we'd struggle, wouldn't we? What's next for you then? So what 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 are you going to look to do in the next twelve months? Really, the main thing I'm doing is I've launched my Accelerate program. So it's a combination, really, of like a bit of a self led program for tutors. So in terms of like training and resources and basically everything they need to get their business started, it's all on there on one platform for them. Okay. And then alongside that, I offer like monthly coaching and support with their businesses things like that so that really is my main focus for the next 12 months is introducing the world to this program telling more people about it and ultimately helping more tutors build their businesses so that's what I'm aiming to do and getting your book out there oh yeah <laughs> I mean I've we're pushing Helen launched... now to do a book I, I've a book, so launched a podcast <laughs> yeah you've done well you did book <laughs> oh yeah and you've got a few months don't worry <laughs> okay okay I'll, I'll I'll somehow find another month through the year to write a book as well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, plenty of time. We always ask a couple of questions on this podcast. First being, we're the Get Savvy Club. What makes you savvy? My savviness comes from consistency. I know that showing my face is the most important thing in my business. So I will prioritize that over anything, going live, talking to my audience. That's what gets the most results. So I think that's sort of the savviest thing. Yeah, I do. With yeah, my love it. Your face is your fortune. Yes, exactly. <laughs> showing up and being savvy. I like it. And the second question that we always ask is for you to recommend a book. So it could be marketing, business book, self-development, something that's helped you along the way in your business journey. Yeah. So I think during lockdown, I read the Chillpreneur book by Denise Duffield Thomas. And I just loved it. There She's was just... so awesome. Which has, it's been revamped now. It's Chill and Prosper. My copy came yesterday. So I yeah, started reading it last fun. night. Yeah. <laughs> doing, a bit of, doing a bit of promo for Denise Duffield Thomas mm. here as well. Yeah. But, you know, I love that book. And I think, you know, that there was a little part of it that talked about the golden goose. I'm not afraid to admit there was a mo- probably lockdown, you know, emotions were very high. But my partner came in the room. I think I had tears in my eyes. He was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm killing the golden goose. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I understand exactly what okay. you mean. <laughs> She's officially lost it. <laughs> but, but He's it was... like in the background Googling golden goose, what she's talking about. <laughs> but it was, it was that eye-opening moment for me of, you know, stop trying to be everything. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm the workhorse, I'm burning myself out. I'm not helping myself in my business here. So it's about enjoying it, isn't it? I think it's really easy to get bogged down in the kind of like admin and harder things in your business and and it can suck the enjoyment out of it. Ultimately, I say to everybody, like every day is a choice what you do in your business, you know, and you can sort of choose to spend your time doing the things you enjoy. And like you say, get used to outsourcing as well. Kind of let go. (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole new thing, isn't it? Emotionally and mentally, as well as just the actual work side of things. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it actually creates more work for you before it eases your workload as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. Awesome. and you've got to kiss some frogs before you get them, them decent people that you work with but it's definitely worthwhile doing yeah. yeah definitely another quick book actually you mentioned frogs I did have a second one on the list it's maybe a bit different is um speaking of frogs it's a book called counseling for toads I oh. can't remember the writer's the author's name but I think if you're interested in kind of like psychology and um sort of like sort of counselling and human relationships yeah. is really, really interesting. So it's basically a spin-off of Wind in the Willows, but it's all to do with the theory of like transactional analysis and how we sort of respond to each other. And it's like this whole sort of parent-child relationship with the adult in the middle. Um, but that to me was such an eye-opening book, especially when I was doing people management. But I also think in the sort of long term, it's really helped me in my business and like general relationships as well of understanding sort of how people's minds work. So yeah. a bit of a different one. I highly recommend it. It's quite a short book as well. 
you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. We tell you all the time, don't we, that we have lovely clients and that's proof we do. Also with Helen, not only is she lovely to work with, but she's dead easy to work with because we meet a lot of people who have all the components there. They're just not putting it together in the right way. So sometimes someone looking into your business can see what needs doing really easily. Whereas when you're in that quagmire of it all, you can't see it. And so that's what we did with Helen and she's absolutely flying. And like we're kind of keeping her on that path now and making sure she's not going back to spinning all those plates. But yeah, it's great to watch clients have success and um, know that you've kind of shared a little bit in making that happen, which is really satisfying. We get asked all the time, oh, do you, can you just do it for me? Because I actually people... had a conversation with a guy yesterday called me and said, can you do my social media management for me? You know what I said? Yeah. I said no. Because people know that social media is a channel they need to be on. You know, it's free. It's, you know, massively abundant. There's millions, it's not billions of people on there. Um, and there's a lot of money to be made. And people are making a lot of money through being on there. But they don't know how to do it. And I get it. You know, they're doing their business because they're good at that. They're not marketing people. Why should they want to try? And so they just want to palm it off to somebody. And there are instances where that will work for you. But you have to throw a lot of money at it. And you've got to have somebody dedicated to doing it. Or you do most of the work yourself. And they just like do the putting it out bit. Because how on earth can they possibly understand you well enough to talk about what you do with the same amount of passion that you do? If you think about it from the other point of view, you're a social media manager. Maybe you're charging 250 how much is it worth to you 250 quid a month maybe 500 quid a month maybe you've got 10 clients and you say i'll do a post for you every day across you know three channels so you're logging in you're putting that post out you're logging back out and then you're logging into the next one and the sooner you get it done and do you know what if you could use that same post across all of those clients that's way easier for you as well and then you might go in and do some comments that is not going to get you the results that you're looking for so actually I have met a lot of people who have tried this and I've never, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's made it work and gone, yep, that works for me. Um, They've all gone, well, I've wasted a load of money. And we even like had a chat with one lovely lady and she said, no, no, I've got a social media manager in LinkedIn. I don't need that. They're doing really well. They send me the content and I approve it. And it's really good. So when we looked at it, we went, you haven't done a post for a month and a half. She went, what? They've sent me the content. I've seen it. And when we'd investigated a little bit more, what was happening is that they were posting on her company page on LinkedIn, which doesn't get nearly as much traction and actually only had two followers on there which one was her and we assume the other was the social media manager <laughs> so it's literally getting her nothing I think that was about 250 quid a month and she was like yeah. oh my god I've never even looked at it and that's the worst bit that people set this up and then because they don't understand it they just never look at it they just go oh yeah and then their I'm social media manager will yeah. say oh look your connections have gone up by x percent and your insights are showing this and your engagement level and you're like oh that must be working it's really good but at the end of the day have you got any new clients? Have you made any money? And that's the measure you should be going with. Yeah, because some people hire social media managers just to tick a box to say that they're doing that. And instead of realizing, well, this, the whole point of using social media should be so that you actually get more business from it, not just so that you're getting in with the new world and ticking some boxes and making it look like you're actually there. And if you use a really good social media manager, you're going to get irritated with them because they need to partner with you. They need to work with you to get the content, to get the messaging right. So there are, I reckon, a few reasons why people use a social media manager. One is that they have no idea what to post all 
the time. Hence, when we work with people, we want to make sure that they get success, that we designed Daily Dave, which gives them their content every day for a whole year. So done, you know what to post and it'll take you five minutes. Or another one is they don't actually have the confidence. And, it's, and I know this because as someone who was in marketing for 20 plus years at the corporate level, it's dead easy for me to talk about how awesome the products I was promoting were. And some of them weren't. <laughs> you know, I've worked on all manner of different products like software, mortgages, current accounts, private medical insurance, HR, so health and safety services. And I've talked about, you know, how great they are because that was my job to do it. Then I started to work for myself and I had to talk about how great I am and what I do. And that's a whole different ball game. And you're just like, oh, I just feel slightly cringy and don't want to brag. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's another reason. So we've got like different concepts like the savvy self and and also the content we give you to help you. And I think sometimes when someone's saying, right, you just do this and then you just do that, it's dead easy to do it. And you're just following the steps. And if people then go, oh, why have you written this? Go, well, I've told to by the bossy get savvy ladies. And it's just way easier. It's kind of once removed from you just wanting to brag about yourself so I think that's the reason our clients have success doing it for themselves without feeling overwhelmed rather than going actually I need to outsource this it's not that they want to outsource it it's that they just don't know what to do I think if you're interested in winning a um, copy of the books that Helen recommended which was one was Denise Duffield Thomas's new book Chill and Prosper and the other one was Counselling with Toads screenshot this tag us on social media if you would like to be in with a shout of winning the book see you all later anyway have a fantastic day bye bye that was Mark made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it connect with us on social media just search get savvy club